Well, this is Parley Pod, the parliamentarian podcast where we talk about parliamentary issues. Parliamentary just means having to do with meetings. So we talk about making meetings faster, more effective, better, and more enjoyable. Uh, I'm Kirby Glad. I'm a professional registered parliamentarian certified by the National Association of Parliamentarians. And as a professional, I've worked with many, many groups of very different types, whether they be political organizations, dog clubs, uh, unions, uh, church groups, to help them improve their meetings and make them better. Well, let's talk today about the agenda of a meeting. Now, every good meeting has an agenda and one that people can see. Now, if it's a business meeting, uh, you can just write the agenda on a whiteboard or something. Uh, just a few points that you want to cover. Uh, if it's a large meeting, you might want to have a written agenda or uh, any meeting where there's going to be a, a long agenda. I've had meetings of five people where we had a written agenda that we circulated in advance. There are many good reasons to have an agenda that have to do with the effectiveness of the meeting. If people can see what you're going to cover, then they won't try to bring things up uh, too early. I mean, if people don't know what you're going to cover or the, if their their concerns are going to be addressed later in the meeting, they'll try to get them early on. And uh, this leads to a lot of uh, going down the rabbit holes and going jumping from topic to topic and being in an un unorganized fashion. So if you have a meeting where you're having that problem of people are just bringing up new subjects here and there, and then you don't ever finish discussion about one before you jump to another, that's a symptom of not having an agenda. So uh, just get an agenda. Like I say, put it on the whiteboard, put it on a piece of paper, hand it out. Then people can say, oh, okay, yeah, well, I'll hold my discussion of this topic until I get to here. And then at the beginning of the meeting, if they say, oh, wait, I would also like to talk about this, then you can get it on the agenda, add it to the list, uh, and then everybody knows that topic is coming up. So uh, an agenda is always important to, uh, to a meeting uh, because it also helps you to remember everything you're supposed to talk about. Usually the best way to create an agenda is uh, as you go through the time between meetings, if you think of something that needs to be addressed, jot it down in your notes in a possible agenda. Uh, when I work in my office and I think of something that I want to bring up with my staff, I put it on the whiteboard for our staff meeting agenda right there on the whiteboard. And then by the time I get to the end of the week, I have all the agenda items right there on the whiteboard and anything can be added during the week. Now there is in uh, Robert's rules in a, in a deliberative body, there's no requirement to adopt an agenda. There is an order of business that's provided in Robert's Rules of Order. That's the, the default. And if you don't have any agenda, then you just follow that uh, those steps, uh, such as uh, approving the minutes, then officer reports, then standing committee reports, then ad hoc committee reports, then uh, old business, uh, or also called unfinished business, then new business. New business. So... You don't actually have to have an agenda adopted, but if you do adopt it, then then you have to stick to it. So in some organizations, 
you uh, you can send out. Uh, here's a kind of a proposed agenda, and uh, it may be, uh, you know, of course, on paper you circulate it in advance. People uh, mentally prepare for the meeting, and then at the meeting they can see what's going to be talked about. But you don't have to uh, adopt it. Just as each new section comes up, whether it's officer reports or committee reports, then those committees who have a report, they would uh, be recognized and go to the front and give their report. Or if there's new business, then people who have a motion or a resolution or a bylaw proposal or whatever it is, uh, they would simply stand up uh, when it comes to that section of the, of the uh, uh, program, uh, that time in the meeting, and ask to be recognized, and then they would put forth their motion. You don't have to have a list of everything that you're going to do and be tied to that. But uh, some organizations like to uh, adopt the agenda and vote on it at the beginning of the meeting, which is also fine. Uh, if you do that, then you circulate an agenda, and it doesn't matter really who makes it. Sometimes it's the chair who makes the agenda. Sometimes it's the secretary who makes the agenda. But unless there is something in your bylaws that gives them the authority to do so, that's only a proposed agenda or a suggested agenda. And it can be uh, modified by the person who's proposing it or suggesting it. So I recently had a meeting where the chair made up an agenda, and then uh, brought it to the meeting and said, oh, by the way, there's a couple of corrections. Uh, this particular item on the agenda, uh, cross that off because uh, that's been dropped uh, by the sponsor, by the person who wanted to make that motion. And then uh, add this other one. And then someone raised a point of order and said, well, wait, um, don't we have to vote on that change to the agenda? Well, no, because the motion to the adopt the agenda hadn't even been made yet. And the person who makes the motion to adopt the agenda can uh, uh, make the motion to adopt whatever agenda they want. So they can uh, make a motion to adopt the agenda that was sent out in advance. They can make a motion to adopt a completely different agenda uh, that they, they make up on the spot or that they hand out at the meeting. So in this case, the chair was uh, simply making a correction to the agenda that uh, he had authorized to send out, and he didn't need any kind of a, uh, authority from the body to do that, as long as it's before he makes the motion. Now, once uh, a motion is made to adopt an agenda, uh, a specific motion, and the motion is seconded, and then uh, the next step is the chair states the motion. Once the motion is stated, there are no uh, friendly amendments or no changes by the author without the approval of the body. Once the motion is stated, it belongs to the assembly, and only the assembly can change the motion, which they do by an amendment. So before the agenda is adopted formally, you can make an amendment to the agenda during the discussion process. So uh, someone makes a motion, I want to adopt uh, this particular agenda, uh, and then the, the, the chair states the motion after a second, and then he asks, is there any discussion? Or sometimes asks, are you ready for the question, which means the same thing. Then somebody will uh, stand up and say, and get recognition from the chair and say, I would like to add something to the agenda. Well, um, what they're actually doing is they're making a motion to amend 
the main motion. The main motion is the agenda that's being proposed. And you can amend that motion just like any other motion. So they're actually making a motion to amend the motion to adopt the agenda. And so they say, I would like to uh, amend to add this item. Well, any amendment can be adopted by a majority vote. And so uh, things can be added at that point to the agenda before the agenda is adopted by amending the proposed motion or the, the agenda that we're about to adopt uh, by a majority vote. Add things, take things off, change wording, uh, change who's going to, anything you want to do with the agenda. At that point, it's simply a main motion and it's totally up for, for grabs. Once the agenda is adopted, in other words, uh, at some point, the amendments are done. The chair will say, all those in favor of adopting this agenda for our meeting, say aye. Uh, those opposed say no. Um, the ayes have it, and the agenda is adopted. Now you have made a decision. And in Robert's rules, anytime you want to change a decision you've already made, it always takes more to change it than what it took to make it. And the reason is this prevents you from flip-flopping back and forth, back and forth. So if we've adopted an agenda, uh, then it's going to take a two-thirds vote to change it. Okay, so uh, of course you can do it by unanimous consent, which is greater than two-thirds, or you can also do it by a majority of the membership. Now, the majority of the membership includes people who aren't even there. So if your membership is 150 uh, and, you, and then you, uh, you would have to have uh, two-thirds of the people who are at a meeting uh, change it, or a majority of the membership, which would be 76. So uh, that's the rule for changing anything that's already been decided. You uh, it's the same rule. So that's why it takes two-thirds to change the agenda once it's been adopted. But... Before it's adopted, it's simply a majority vote because you're simply amending a motion, and the motion is to adopt a certain agenda. So be sure and check out our website at parliamentarian.com. And if you have a question, uh, go ahead and leave a voice message. We'll be happy to answer any questions anyone has. You can also ask specific questions at parliamentarian.com where you can also obtain your own copy of Robert's Rules, as well as uh, leave questions there. So thank you, and that's it for Parley Pod today.